Welcome to the Not So Average Yogi Podcast, where we talk about all the things yoga, health, and wellness for women 35 and up who are not your average yogi. In this podcast, I'm going to show you how to use yoga and other wellness tools to wake up every day feeling really, really good so that you can go out to this world and shine like the bad bitch that you are. This is a safe space where you can expect to feel seen, heard, understood, and connected. I'm your host, Ashley Robinson, and welcome to the show. Have you ever thought about trying yoga? Maybe you have, but when you Google yoga or look it up on social media, what is the very first thing that you see? Someone who is probably super skinny, at the beach, in a bikini, doing a handstand, and then you remember, oh yeah, (laughs) that's why I don't do yoga. Because, you know, this is what the average yogi looks like. This is how the average yogi, at least, is shown to us in media. And if you don't look anything like that, you just pretty much assume that yoga isn't something that's for you. You start thinking thoughts like, girl, I'm not young enough. I'm not flexible enough. I'm not skinny enough to do yoga. I'm not 20 anymore. I'm not one of those green juice drinking, kale and carrot eating, expensive legging wearing, skinny pretzel shaped girls yoga, healthy living. This is just not really the thing for me. And if you've ever felt like that before, then that is exactly why I began teaching yoga and why I'm creating this podcast. My name is Ashley Robinson, and I'm a yoga instructor and a wellness coach, and I am not your average yogi. I started yoga um, a long time ago. My, my journey began on YouTube, actually, and I gradually moved on to practicing in yoga studios. But y'all, I got so tired of going to yoga studios and showing up and being the only one in class. I was the only brown one, the only tall one, the only curvy one, and I was for sure the only one pulling up to the studio with my music on volume 1000, listening to who knows what kind of rap. But anyway, it made me uncomfortable to be in the studio. I felt out of place. I was always the only one. The thing is, y'all, girl, I love me some yoga. And I wasn't about to stop doing yoga just because the yoga studios couldn't get it together. Yoga is one of my favorite forms of movement and nothing in my life has ever made me feel more at peace and more connected to my body. Um, my inner life was beginning to change. I was seeing both physical mental and emotional changes as a result of yoga and so it wasn't something that I was willing to just stop doing just because I was the only one and not only that I knew for a fact I was like yo I know that there are other women out here who are just like me women who look like me talk like me are into the same things as me and I know if they knew how good yoga would could be that they would be here too but where y'all at like where y'all at and I understood I knew they weren't in the yoga studio and I looked around me and I I, you know, I could understand why it was hella weird to be you know at that time I couldn't even get my heels down in downward facing dog and then someone right beside me 
was flipping up into a handstand, hitting up against the wall. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. I can't be like, be for real. So all the yoga studios market themselves as, you know, quote unquote, yoga is for everybody. And this is an all levels class and all are welcome. But in reality, yoga studios, yoga spaces, wellness spaces feel very exclusive. They're, the marketing says one thing, but when you step into the space, it feels very different. And that is just the facts. I knew that if more women of color, more of us curvy girls, those of us that got hips and thighs and booty and boobs, more of us who are tall girls, more of us who are, you know, those of us who are of a certain age, if we knew, if we felt safe practicing in yoga studios, I knew that these women could experience the healing powers of yoga too. So I set out to be on, I was on a mission. I had this deep, deep desire in my heart to fill up rooms and take up space within the yoga and wellness community with brown women, black women, curvy women, beginners, newbies at yoga, with all the people that you wouldn't expect to be doing yoga and living a healthy lifestyle. I was like, yep, I'm looking for (laughs) y'all. And from there, I began what I called to be yoga. To be yoga stands for bad bitch yoga because I believe there's a bad bitch inside of each and every one of us. And I personally happen to find my inner bad bitch on my yoga mat. So to be yoga, if you are familiar, if you're an OG to be yogi from back in the day, then you know I popped out into the yoga world as a hip hop yoga teacher. That was my thing. We I had the music on volume a thousand. <laughs> we were twerking, having a good old time doing hip hop yoga on the second floor of the Art for Art Sake Center. That was back in the day. And the reason why I decided to do hip hop yoga is because I knew that hip hop yoga was like broccoli with cheese. But you know, you know, veggies are good for you. You know, you should be eating your broccoli and Thing is, broccoli is bland. It's boring. Broccoli doesn't taste all that good by itself. But you throw some seasoning, some flavor on that thing. You throw some cheese on there. And now it's a little bit more appealing. So I use hip hop yoga as the broccoli with the cheese on it to get people in the door. The not so average yogis, the people who thought "Mm, yoga is really not for me. I was like, you know what? Actually... What if we throw a little bit of cheese, a little bit of seasoning, a little bit, a little bit of flavor on this yoga instead? And they came, they fell in love with the hip hop yoga. And eventually I introduced them to the less ratchet side of yoga and they fell in love, in love with yoga and wellness and living a healthier lifestyle overall. And even though Tubi Yoga has evolved a few different times since its birth, the mission remains the same. It has been my mission ever since about 2017 when I became a yoga instructor and a wellness coach to see more women of color, more women with diverse backgrounds, diverse body shapes and sizes, practicing yoga and living a healthy, happy fulfilled life and tapping into their inner baddest bitch self. 
listen, boo-boo, here's what I know for sure. Yoga is for you. Being healthy, living a healthy lifestyle is for you. Brown girls, black girls, curvy girls, tall girl, you curly, fluffy haired girl, woman who is in your midlife, you deserve to be seen. You deserve to be heard. You deserve to be understood. You deserve to take up so much space in this world, both on your yoga mat and off. You belong and you deserve to occupy all the spaces they don't want you to be in. You belong at yoga. Sis, you matter. You deserve to heal from every single thing in your past that has tried and sometimes still tries to convince you that you're not worthy. I need for you to know you are worthy of having it all. If you are ready to show up unapologetically as yourself, you're ready for a consistent at-home yoga practice. You're ready to become that girl, you know, one of those wellness girlies that you see on Instagram, but you want to be her in real life. I want you to head over to tubiyoga.net and join the sister circle. That's tubiyoga.net and let's get started today. All right, y'all back to the show. I love yoga. I love all the things health and wellness. My yoga practice and my health and wellness practices have been truly life-changing for me, life-saving for me at times. I'm obsessed with empowering you to drop that the whole idea that yoga is not for you. I'm obsessed with empowering you to feel strong and confident and worthy of whatever it is that you happen to want in life. And I believe that you can feel strong, confident, and worthy in the body that you're currently living in right now. There's something wrong with wanting to change your body in any way that you choose to change your body, but you can also feel worthy and confident in the body that you're in now while you work on making those changes. I'm obsessed with seeing women heal from the inside out. So you might be like, well, dang, girl, why are you so passionate? Well, I don't really know. (laughs) All I know is, you know, I'm not your average yoga teacher, not your average yogi. And I know so many people see yoga people as looking and being one way. And all I know is that's not me. Like I've already said, I'm I'm tall, I'm curvy. To be honest, y'all, I cannot do a handstand because I'm terrified of being upside down. So I am a yoga instructor who cannot do handstands. And I play rap in my classes. The more ratchet, the more raunchy, the more twerking that you can do to a song. Uh, listen, I'm all here for it, the better. And now that I'm in my 40s, I have developed a sense of confidence that i never had before but I'd let you know y'all I wasn't always like this before yoga before my yoga and wellness journey I was a lot more insecure I lacked confidence and I had pretty low self-esteem especially when it came to my body which is why I talk about body love and body image pretty often I struggled with 
feeling like I was overweight. I've always thought that I was a lot bigger than what I actually am. So, you know, I thought that I was bigger. I thought that I was overweight. I thought that I was fat. And I've never been any of those things a day in my life. Um, Not only that, before yoga, I dealt with a lot of stress, anxiety, and even bouts of depression. I didn't really know what to do with those big feelings and emotions. So I want to share with you some ways that yoga has really impacted my life. I guess this is probably why I'm so passionate about making sure that yoga is accessible to everyone. So Yoga has helped me to improve my body image. It helps me to feel so much more connected and safe in my body and to myself. I'm stronger and more flexible. Um, Now that, you know, it's not that stress and anxiety and depression go away. Those things are there constantly. But yoga has helped me to develop um, strategies and tools to be able to process and deal with and manage my stress and anxiety. Yoga has improved my sleep. Yoga has helped me to develop an overall healthier lifestyle. So yoga is not just a way that I can move my body, but it's my whole, it's my identity, it's my lifestyle, it's who I am. I've used yoga as a tool for healing from past trauma in my childhood. And I've used it to be much more intentional about creating the type of life and the lifestyle that I always wanted to live. Um, yoga's helped me to regulate my nervous system. That's one of the newer things that I've, um, maybe in the last like three or four years that I've done with yoga, but nervous system regulation is something that I had no idea that I needed to do, but definitely needed that. And yoga has been the catalyst behind that. And then I'm going to say yoga's helped me to become a lot more self-aware It's helped me to be able to just slow down, detach from my thoughts, become aware of my thoughts, aware of my body, um, which is a huge way that we can mature and grow as a human. So um, that's not just me, though. I recently asked my Instagram following, like, how do you feel when you take class with me? So my Instagram followers right now, what's up, y'all, are mostly people who take or have taken my classes. And here's what they said. They said that yoga with me makes them feel strong, empowered, worthy, confident, savage, challenged, in a safe space, vulnerable, graceful, free, peaceful, connected, like a bad bitch that just got even hotter, (laughs) happy, seen, and like anybody can do yoga. And I love that for (laughs) y'all. So now this podcast happens to be geared towards those of us who are not your average yogi and who also happen to be in a 35 and up club. All right, raise your hand if that's you. You're in a 35 and up club and you are like, yeah, girl, I'm not your average yogi, all right? This podcast is for you. So here's why, you know, you should maybe want to include yoga into your health and wellness practices. Um, it may want to include it as part of your healing journey. Let's talk about what the life is like for those of us who are in the 35 and up club who are those of us who are women of a particular age, (laughs) okay? Those of us who are approaching or in 
perimenopause and menopause, those of us who are in midlife. And to be honest, even if that's not you, even if you're a 20-year-old wellness girly, even if you're in your early 30s, these are things that you're going to want to pay attention to because, (laughs) trust me, it's a lot easier to maintain a particular lifestyle than to jumpstart it in your 40s. So you want to start these things that earlier that you can begin to implement these things, the easier it is, the older you get. So let's talk about this 35 and up life. Typically, we notice one of the main things is the weight gain. And it's not just a weight gain, it's a belly weight gain thing. And it's a thing, right? That's not in your imagination, girl. Yeah. Out of nowhere, like you just start randomly. It's like nothing changed. You didn't change the way that you were eating. You didn't change the way that you were moving. But out of nowhere, the weight gain appears on the hips and in the belly. Um, a lower energy, sleep issues. I mean, we know about things like hot flashes, right? Those are the common things that begin to change as you are 35 and up, 40 and up and approaching in in perimenopause. What people don't talk about quite as often is things like your parents are aging. And so we have to take care of and pay attention to our parents in a very different way. Changes in your relationship status. Maybe you've been with the person for 20 some odd years and It's not uncommon for you to have a relationship status change. There's the dynamics of your relationship are changing as your kids get older. Maybe some people in their 40s or in 30s either have super young kids or you've got older kids who are out the house and heading into college. Either way, that can affect your relationships. In our 30s and 40s, as the hormones in the body begin to change, Not only are there physical changes, but there's also mental and emotional changes for women. That can look like you're more prone to anxiety and depression. You're more prone to having mood swings. And the thing is, if you are a woman of color or you are someone who has experienced trauma in your childhood, the symptoms and the changes that I'm talking about that are associated with menopause are much more likely to be more severe than our white counterparts. So so many of us have dedicated our lives to our careers, to our families, to our kids, and the stress of all of that, the way that life has life so hard for us, as soon as you hit the late 30s and early 40s, It's when you really notice it as taking a toll on you mentally, physically, emotionally. So here are some ways that yoga can support you as you are approaching this 40, 35 and up club or whatever you want to call it, midlife. So yoga can support you in managing your stress and anxiety. Um, yoga improves your sleep. Sleep is a major issue for women as the hormones begin to change. Um, but the most important thing to me is that yoga can help you to really build connection and community. So one of the things we overlook, I think, often is that 
as we are beginning to get older, like, yes, we want to pay attention to the physical body. We want to pay attention to our mental and emotional health. And one of the ways that we can do that is by having a community of people around you, a community of other women who are going through the same thing that you are. I for sure have built a set of of friends, a connection community around those people that I practice yoga with. And in my to be yoga community, I developed something called the sister circle for women who are of a particular age or not your average yogi. And they have for sure developed quite a connection. They have a safe place that they can come to and drop into the group and talk about whether it's, uh, you know, this happened to me today. I felt this way today. In my practice, I experienced this today. And just to have a place that you can come back to where you feel safe to communicate and talk to people and have that connection and community, it really, really matters. It matters a lot. So if you listen to this podcast and you implement the strategies that I'm going to teach you, not only are you going to look better, but you are going to feel really, really good like the bad bitch that you are, a lot of the the advice that I'm going to mention is targeted specifically towards those of us who are in 35 and up club. But to be honest, even if you're not in your auntie area, it's still stuff that you're going to want to pay attention to, especially if you want to be a 40-year-old baddie. If you want to head into your 40s being fit, fine, and fab, you got to keep listening. Aging doesn't have to suck. It doesn't have to be this doom and gloom thing. You can thrive in your 40s. I know this is true because most of the days I'm out here thriving as well as the women that I coach. And so this is not something I'm just making up. I know that it's true. This is not your grandma's yoga. This is not your grandma's menopause for sure. Yoga is a potent and powerful tool for all seasons of your life, but especially in your midlife. My hope for you is that you see yoga as one of the tools in your health and wellness toolbox that you can use to support you in this season of your life. My big hope for you is that you enter into yoga classes with confidence on that you belong and that you know what you are doing. You know how to modify and customize your practice. You know how to manage your stress and your anxieties that you're a better parent so that you're a more present partner, spouse, and friend, so that you can deal with life when it starts life and when it starts doing the absolute most, you know how to take your yoga practice from on your yoga mat to off your yoga mat so that you have energy to play with your kids, your grandkids, your nieces, and your nephews, so that you never have to turn to another diet ever again in your life. That is my hope for you. My desire is that you feel confident AF and comfortable in your own skin at any age, at any size, and in any body. If this vibes with you and resonates with you, listen sis, I'm glad you're here. I would love it if you would share this podcast with a friend and I would love it if you head over to Instagram at Ashley Robinson Yoga. And, you know, let me know who you are. Tell me about yourself, what you learned in this podcast. Say what's up to me. I would love that too. And I hope to see you in the next episode. 
hey, if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to the Sister Circle. If you are wanting to start a consistent at-home yoga practice and start implementing the wellness strategies that you learned in the podcast, for real this time, let's become yoga and wellness besties together. And follow the show so that you can get notified whenever I drop a new episode. You can follow me over on Instagram at Ashley Robinson Yoga. And you can hit me up in my Facebook group, Ashley's Yoga Besties. Hope to see you there. Bye, y'all.